I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. This is your host this evening, Ryan Murphy, uh, pitching, zombie pitching, I don't know, what, the, like baseball has pitch hitting, what do you have in the zombie universe, like your favorite survivor, taking a break, Rick Grammy Grimes, what does Daryl, what do they call that when Daryl steps up? I'm joined by Lou to answer this key question. Your relief zombie killing. Right, but it's got to have like a catchy name. Like pitch hitting is like that's not something you'd have on a business card. It's something you throw out there. It's jazzy, you know. Like yeah, Daryl, I suppose, could put that on his business card. But what, what, what is the term? What is the jazz that we use? Temporary zombie li- uh, zombie liaison. That you're going in the wrong direction. You're uh, <laughs> you're doing a you're you're pulling a what's that guy's name from American uh, Psycho. Uh, you're, you're doing the business card dance here. I don't know. Maybe maybe our listeners can help us out here. But no, uh, Bob is uh, is unfortunately working late this week, so we decided to um, do an episode without him. And lo and behold, we did our 2015 look ahead a week too early, Lou. Yes, we did. Um, this week has been crazy with zombie news. Uh, my Twitter feed every time I turn around, it's like oh. Here's another zombie in the headline. More zombies in the headline. In fact, there is so much zombie news this week. We can't even fit it all into the show this week. I've actually already started adding news for next week. Boom. Well, without further delay, let's get into the news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly. And first up, we have... A very uh, highly anticipated zombie game uh, coming out in the next two weeks, Dying Light. Uh, you know, they're on the marketing train right now, uh, choo-choo-chewing all the way to some good... I, I feel really bad about doing that. Uh, heavy review scores. They're looking to get some good review scores. First up, we have a live-action recre- re- recreation recreation of parkouring around and around zombies. This video made me sick almost. Yeah, me too. And I don't get motion sick very easily. Yeah. But there was some moments in this where they show the guy run and then he jumps from like rooftops and you're like and they show he actually looks down like Yeah. And I'm like, "Nope. <laughs> no, nope, just no." Nope. Well, the the crazy thing about this video is that there's a big difference between this real life parkouring and the video game, which which does have parkour in it. But I think when developers go out to make a video game, they make sure they develop it in a way that you're not going to make people sick with the first person um, uh, navigating and stuff. You know, Mirror's Edge had this... It had much work put into it to make sure you weren't going to make your players sick. And that's the difference between this and the real world. You know, they're not, they're not making sure they're not going to make you sick. It's just a camera... Like a GoPro stuck on this guy's head, and he's like navigating. And um, I'm curious, like, so are the zombies 
parkour artists as well because they in were keeping vid- up in the in this video i believe they are in right. the game i don't believe they are right so right. i think that part of him being chased was just to get you psyched for this is what you to anticipate from the game mm-hmm. um but there are several zombies throughout the video but there's about two of them that actually chase him throughout the whole video yeah. and uh, there's footage of him he climbs up the side of a building basically like up a uh, it's it's like a rain gutter thing he climbs up the side of it hops onto the roof and then they shows him look over the side and the zombies chasing him are literally following his movements and climbing up the side of the building it's really freaky yeah it yeah. made me actually. I, this is a game that's been on my radar, but I I will be straightforward and honest and say that I'm not a huge fan of Dead Island. Mm-hmm. I like what it tried to do, but uh, I felt it tried to be too campy. Mm-hmm. And this video, if this is what I'm in in for with Dying Light, I might be way more interested in it than than I was before. I get a very serious tone Mm -hmm. from dying light their more recent trailers have been story focused and i get a very serious tone from them and uh i'm looking forward to checking it out when i get a chance and um we might have more on that in the next coming weeks from everybody Uh, at at zamp hopefully i I would love to check this game out um uh but uh yeah they've also got a novel which again like most games will sometimes have like a novel come out alongside it so i don't know why this is noteworthy except for the fact that i guess it's being written by someone connected to james bond novels well i think it's noteworthy because there are video game novels made but they're made for series like halo or dragon age or things like things that are really popular and dying light really has yet to prove that it's going to be popular except that it's done by the same developer that made the first Dead Island, which really wasn't known for its story. Yeah. And the fact that this is getting a novel says maybe their story isn't going to be as shallow as Di- uh, Dead Island's story is. Dead Island really had no story. Like- it's, it's, it's really shallow, and you don't really like any of your heroes. They're they're all basically stereotypes of Americans mm. from from a like a European standpoint, and it's to the point where it's really just kind of obnoxious, right? So, and that was one of the reasons why I couldn't finish that game, as I kind of got tired of the comments from the characters I was playing as. Yeah, I get I get the sense that Dying Light has more of a, a linear story than than uh, Dead Island had, which was. Uh, like a straight up open world, kill as many zombies as you can and rescue people. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. I I don't know if I'm going to pick up this book. We don't have a release date on it yet, even though it is a prequel novel, uh, which is an interesting take on things. You would think they'd try to have the tie-in novel out before or around. Um, um, I think it's next week. Is it really? I think so. Well, that would make a hell of a lot more sense if it was next week. Um, I I don't know. What do you think? Are you going to pick this up? Are you going to look at this novel? Um, I'm not really into video game novel adaptations unless it's something I'm a series I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, I'd probably play the game first before I decide about a book. True. We're kind of going in not knowing much. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm cool with like small tastes of like 
extracurricular reading when it comes to video game stories, but jumping into a novel without knowing much about it, I could see that as being a a, a tough thing to bite into. Um, so yeah, Dying Light, I'm sure we're going to have lots more news on that next week and, and the weeks to come as that game uh, starts pumping out even more trailers and we'll have reviews and we'll be able to take a look at that. Uh, but something that we have been trying to gather as much information as possible over the last, well, six months, I think. We even we even read the comics in anticipation. Uh, we yes, have our first I, I, iZombie trailer. We do. Um, if you've followed us in the past, we've, we, we've talked in great detail about the comic series and stuff. And I actually, in fact, went out and bought all, and read all of the graphic novels. Oh, wow. And it's a series that I, I've really come to enjoy. But from the descriptions that they've said about this, I've been really leery about what CW is going to do with it. Mm-hmm. And they've released their first trailer this week. And I have to say, it's not the comic, but it looks like it's adopting about as much of the idea behind the, co- the, the comic as they can without getting into really silly territory. And I think that it is even room for them to move more ideas from the comic into the show. Uh, it just looks like they didn't want to take big risks off the bat. Yeah. Uh, the trailer has a, a good variety of uh, what we're going to get in probably the first couple episodes. And they set up the character. They show how the character's kind of found out by one of her colleagues because she's eating brains with her spaghetti. Uh, and then I guess she they help a cop out and she's they tell her tell them she's psychic. It's really neat and and that's the way I guess that's the whole crux of it. It's like a well in in, in a week. way in a way the, the TV shows have to be formulaic in a sense. Mm-hmm. And in the in the comic she's a, a grave digger and that would be hard every week for them to show her burying somebody and then digging them up and eating their brains like she does in the the comic sure because she only does it a couple of times in the comic it's not like it's every issue she does it like i think three or four times in and the, that's the three the, that's the three or four solving type yeah things? okay right and throughout this thing there's only four it's like it only happens like four or five times oh and it, with this it makes more sense for them to make the murder victims and yeah. her be working the, the it it will make the formula easier to understand. Yeah, because what are the chances of you digging up a murderer every week, right? right. At least at least when the the person is brought into this morgue, it's like okay, this you know it's someone who was murdered and it's a cold case, right? Or or it's somebody you you don't know you don't have a suspect, so it's like ah, perfect my opportunity to shine. Um, my only issue with it is that it's the CW. So everybody's pretty, which is fine. There's, you know, from what we've seen, everyone is pretty. Uh, the zombies, of course, the zo- I'm fine with this as well. The zombies are more ghoulish than they are like Walking Dead. It would be really tough to play off somebody in, uh, you know, coming off as goth if they had flesh missing. Um, but my big concern is that they're even in the trailer they showcase a love interest for the zombie, both living and dead. Which um, I probably could have... I would have been fine with the... 
you know, the prospect of living people, you know, kind of showing an interest in her because she's pretending to be human. And I think that's an interesting I, plot point. I, 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 I don't even think it has anything to do with that. Mm. I think it has to do with the fact that the CW loves to set up uh, love triangles Perfect. to entice female viewership. Well, that's all. Yeah. That's really all it is. Hey, I'm I'm good with a, a, a good old fashioned love triangle as well. I think if you do it right, it sets up an interesting storyline. And there's like you know, like The Office. I really liked the love triangle that was in The Office, the uh, NBC uh, story. I think that was really good. Um, it resolved pretty quickly, but uh, it it can it can work along you know alongside the obvious reasons as well, but. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It premieres March 17th, so we won't have to wait long. Two more months. Yep. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to move us on. Uh, iZombie, we're looking forward to it. And you know what? We, I think we might even... I think Walking Dead runs straight through, does it not? Uh, yes. Ah, well, you know what? We might have to have a shared episode, a, a, a comparison Walking Dead versus iZombie discussion uh, and see how that goes. But we must keep moving on. Um, we have a uh, another trailer here. Uh, this time a musical, a theatrical experience, as they call it, for Shaun of the Dead stage show. Uh, and I thought this trailer was amazing. It's really cool. It's, it's only uh, taking place in the UK, I believe, right? Yes. But yeah. if you are, you are a British listener... Uh, we would love to know if you went and saw it and what you think. Yeah, I think it looks really neat. The trailer kind of showcases like audience participation, uh, showcases some of the characters and, and songs. It is a musical, so there is some songs in there. Uh, I don't know. And, I, I think it's an interesting take. To, to top it all off, it has been given the blessing of Simon Pegg. Yes, Simon Pegg did and, say, hey, and, that looks great. And it, the zombie musicals are not are are not unknown. I mean, there is the Evil Dead musical, which was in uh, off Broadway and also in Las Vegas last year. Um, so, I mean, zombie musicals are not new, but the fact that they're making them out of movies that already exist it's it's interesting. It's definitely something. If it was local, I would definitely want to go see. Yeah, I'm. I'm always. I'm always uh, interested in these like media transitions, like movies going to video games, video games going to movies, and and certainly seeing like a movie turn into a musical, and and seeing how they take like the story and then adding songs and comedy. And I just, I really like if if anything to watch this trailer. I really like the way they've sort of showcased the audience participation. Like having them dress up as zombies and their favorite characters, throwing things at the stage, which to me could be problematic. But hey, if they can make it work, they can make it work, right? Um, so yeah, if anybody wants to go see that and let us know what it's like, let us know. Uh, okay, another clip here. This one with monkeys. Rec 4. R-E-C 4 colon apocalypse. I have not seen any of these films, Lou. Fill me in. Um, I've seen parts of the first one, and basically it's done documentary style, and it's a woman with a handy cam, and she's in a building that's got zombies, and she's trying to figure out what's going on. And the big twist, spoiler, if you haven't seen Wreck, 
uh, don't listen for about the next five seconds. Mm-hmm. At the end, she dies, and you find out that the video you've been watching is the video is a found footage video. Right. They do that with the American version as well, Quarantine. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. I've never seen the whole thing. Um, I really am not a huge fan of found footage movies, but the fact that they keep making these, it means somebody must continue to be watching them. But this one has something in it that I'm excited to see. What? Zombie monkeys. Is that something... Now, in your vast uh, encyclopedia of zombie types, have we ever seen zombie monkeys? I have, but they've been in really, really cheesy, kind of stupid movies. Right. Um, I've seen zombie vultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a film called The Rage. I think it's called The Rage. And there's zombie midgets zombie tigers i think and zombie vultures there's a horde of zombie vultures that peck a crowd to death and it's all a really bad digital effect it's awful well in this clip we have zombie monkeys a horde of zombie monkeys traveling in an air duct and they don't look that bad you know what it looks like a step above jumanji the jumanji monkeys looked a little fake and they that was from the 90s so I guess I'm not giving this too much credit. Just looks a little better. Like if Jumanji was re-released uh, with a with a poor budget, <laughs> this is what those monkeys would look like. Except they probably wouldn't be um, uh, put in a blender using a uh, boat motor. That probably would not happen in the remastered Jumanji. So there's that. Um, and they keep you say they keep making these films. Um, and are the are they? They're from Mexico, correct, these films? Uh, they're South American. South American. I couldn't remember. It was one or the other. Um, uh, this one takes place in Barcelona, which is Spain. I, I do know that they speak Spanish in the film, in the original films. Um, so I, And I believe this is going to be the last one. Right. That's what they say about them all until they start losing money. And that's the last one. Well, no, I'm pretty sure that this is the last one because I'm pretty sure the last one didn't do well. Right. So they got to get rid of that extra footage. I don't know. Uh, and is this coming out? This is coming out this year, is it not? Uh, it actually hits theaters this month. Well, there you go. Go see Rec 4. I think you can also, I saw at the end of the trailer, there's like a iTunes thing as well it's like day and date so you can probably yep, get these, these movies pretty much they're in select theaters not major theatrical releases mm. you can usually find them on amazon that so i'd assume it hit amazon sometimes this sometime this month this cool. month well if you're if you listeners are wondering when are they going to talk about walking dead like of course there's a new trailer why aren't they talking why didn't they do that first well you know we like to we like to mess with you guys season five is returning in just under a month uh it feels like it's next week for some reason january's kind of is being an odd month but season five return trailer um is kind of like it's kind of like a, a gap it was like it, it felt like a commercial i was gonna say a gap commercial which which is probably mean but it, did you feel as though this trailer was more commercial than anything? It was. It was probably yeah, something no, they did it, just for this. The, the big. The big news is the poster, and it says. Uh, I'm oh to right. It says the world. The new world is gonna need a 
Rick Grimes. Grimes and Grimes. And uh, other than that, really, there's nothing in this trailer that we can't have foreseen. In fact, I think it's pretty much what we summed up. They're going to try and find a new place to go. Yeah, and deal with the and deal with the 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 turmoil that ended in the mid season finale. So I mean, we're not really learning anything new, and they're not really showing anything. In fact, I'm pretty sure half of the footage in this trailer is from last season. Oh, I, I'm not even talking about that. Like the thirty the thirty second trailer in this artwork is uh, something we've had since the the season ended. But they just released a new one, which is like a, an ad. Where they're like walking down a road and it's like a song. It's like a cover. AMC loves their covers with, with the Walking Dead trailers. And it's just Rick talking about surviving together is all that matters. And that that's another theme you're seeing alongside the the new world is going to need Rick Grimes. I, I don't know. Like We're obviously excited for the return. Bob's got ideas as, where, as to where this is going because Lou and I are not caught up with the comics. And um, there are theories abound right now on the internet about where they're going. Oh, okay. I um, haven't heard uh, these theories. Are they um, spoilery? But I think we discussed one a couple weeks ago. It might have been when we were done recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you had but, posted a link in the in the group me chat about Morgan, right? Yes, there there is a reference. People really think that the whispers who are currently in the comic, I believe, as a villain that they are going to make their appearance now in the show. Interesting. Which I don't know if they will do. If they do, it's something that um, it, it would definitely be something different for the show, that they haven't introduced the villains out of order so far. Is it spoilery to, to say what the whispers are? I know what they are, but is it spoilery I, to say what they are? I don't know if it's spoilery to say what they are, but if you are interested, just uh, what I will say is look up The Walking Dead and the theories about Morgan hmm. um, and just type that and you will get a result that basically tells you uh, Morgan makes a Morgan makes a reference to um, when his son died. There were people that looked like zombies but weren't zombies. Those are the whisperers. Oh, I see. Wow. But then... But and he makes that reference before they were introduced in the actual comic. So it's something that, like, the show hinted at before the comics even got there. Huh. Interesting. And yeah. that was that was two seasons ago. Hmm. That's pretty messed up. I wonder if that's the case. I mean, we won't have long to wait. And they've definitely been setting up that Morgan thing. Like, I think he's... Something else is going. I think you're right. Something else is going on with Morgan, other than, hey, I'm trying to track somebody, or you know, I'm finally done being weird and holed up in this here shopping mart. So you know, like I think something's going on there, but we won't have long to wait. That you're right. That artwork is fantastic. Those trailers are just more tastes of what's to come, and probably don't shed much light on where we're going. But um, what does uh, shed some light on some other cool zombie stuff is this uh, noir webcomic about a bioweapon unleashed during China's Civil War. You want to talk about about this? Sure. Um, it's called Moth City, and it takes place in the 1930s in China. Um, and it has to do with a zombie outbreak that 
it's really well done and it's very uh, the artwork feels very 1980s like an eight, 70 or 70s or 80s comic book and it definitely looks something interest it looks really interesting i have not read the comic yet mm-hmm. um i was a little worried that it might be too influenced in uh chinese politics for me to understand but I'm hoping maybe it will uh, shed some light on a subject I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, it, it, it looks interesting, and and uh, you can you can watch the or sorry view the whole comic on their website mossity.com for fi- for free, and it's three seasons from what I can see, and it's it's kind of neat. It's just you kind of flip through it. Might be a good thing to like load up on an iPad. The art is really cool. Um, it's unique. I've not seen art like this before. It kind of, you know, what it reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of like propaganda posters. Just yeah, that's kind of why I didn't click on it. Is I was kind of worried about where it was going to go. Hmm. No, it looks cool. I think people should check it out. If you're looking for a zombie uh, comic and you've gone through iZombie and you've gone through Walking Dead, might be one to check out. Um, all right, all right. Let's keep rolling on, rolling here. Uh, Wormwood, which does not do this trailer any justice. No, but, this name is very misleading. Yeah, but what does do it justice is what is the reason I clicked on this clickbait, which was uh, Mad Max meets uh, De- Dawn of the Dead, I think is what they called it. Yes. Yeah, and it's and Australian. It, it, this is This whole film reminds me of typical Australian... 80s action movies because there was those Australian exploitation films in the in the late 70s early 80s like Mad Max and Road Warrior and this looks like someone decided that no 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 we need to do that again but with zombies and it looks awesome it does I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing this movie uh, February but- 13th not too far away no, and I will say, you know, whenever somebody tries to make a film sound like it's really full of hype, and this, the news articles I found on this were like, oh no, it's Mad Max, and I always go, oh yeah, yeah, it's Mad Max, sure, it's Mad Max, and then I usually click the link, and it's like five seconds of something that looks Mad Max, and then a movie that doesn't look anything like Mad Max. This looks like it's from beginning to end, just nonstop action with guys in hockey masks and football gear and shotguns and machine guns and chainsaws and yeah i i hope this movie lives up to this trailer because if it doesn't i'm gonna be very upset at one point they turn uh a zombie into a fuel source or am i I remembering that like did i was that a fever dream uh no you're remembering that correctly yeah so guys i'm not crazy you may have just thought i was crazy when i said that but i'm not crazy this is a a, an australian film february 13th i guess limited theatrical run so uh we won't be able to watch it until uh, itunes or whatever but uh you might be surprised Uh, there are a couple local theaters here that might run it i'm gonna find out cool well if you do see it let us know if it is truly uh, of course i will (laughs) <laughs> of course you'll see it. What else? What other zombie flicks are coming? Um, definitely not The Last of Us 2. Uh, that's not coming anytime soon. But it's a slight possibility, according to the developers. Uh, it is. 
What do you What do you think? Did you play Last of Us the the first yes, one? Yes, we yes we did a whole spoiler episode. That's true. I keep and forgetting I, it's a and, PS3 game. And I will say, I played through it once, and I started a second game, and I've never picked it up again. Yeah, I, I picked really it up. enjoyed my. I really enjoyed my time with it. I love all of Naughty Dog's work, but after you play through it once, there really isn't any other reason to play through it again. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and I I did pick it up again on PS4 and wanted to wanted to give it another shot, and I just I. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just like there was other stuff, you know, sort of like my up. my biggest gripe with it, and it had nothing to do with the zombie content in the in the game, is that they promised DLC, and they made it sound like all the DLC was going to be story related, mm. and then they released one story related to the, to the game, and it was a prequel to. Ellie's story and I was like no 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 she told us what happened in that story I really don't need to play that mm-hmm. I get what happened it was explained you're not gonna ch- you're not gonna make me feel or change my thoughts by making me play through it I really don't care did you play I'm it not e- did you play the DLC no, I didn't even bother with it you, you missed out because I think your reaction is a little reactionary it, it is actually really good DLC probably the best well, DLC I- you'll play out there I'm I'm sure it is, but I'm not a anything that's prequel. I kind of I kind of hate prequels. Well, you're right because you're you're ruining. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, and I and I agree with you. You're kind of ruining the you're ruining the plot by knowing the end game. Like you know, Ellie is going to survive uh, a survive a specific event that is super tragic. Uh, yeah, but. You know, and obviously something happened between her and her friend that they don't shed light on in the game, but hint that it was tragic. It sucked. Uh, but the stuff that happens in that game and the story and sort of the jumping back and forth with the DLCs is really cool because it's like sort of a side story and a prequel. You're right. They're, it's it's all filler in the sense that you've, you're filling holes that were left by the narrative that did, obviously didn't need to be told because they skipped over them. But Well, um, what does... <coughs> Pardon me. I, I still have a cough from when I was sick a couple weeks ago. You're good. Um, but what upset me was they promised extensive DLC. Is way when I because I went to a press event at PAX East for it, mm-hmm. and they made it sound like there was going to be a lot of DLC for it, and they made it sound like it wasn't going to be all map packs to the multiplayer. And really, what it ended up being was the map packs to the multiplayer, and I was like, eh. They're not telling me about anything I find interesting in the story after I've played the game, so I'm not going to bother with any of it. But I'd love to see a sequel. I want to go back to that universe. That universe is interesting, and there's things that they can do in that universe. It doesn't even need to be Ellie and uh, Joel's story. It can be anywhere in that universe, but don't make it be before. Make it be after. Yeah. Things the world changed. Show me what happened to the world after the events of the first game. Well, the thing I'm excited about, and bringing it back to this new story, in the sense that um, the Last of Us Two, the current word is the same as the word was as soon as the game released, which was, you know, we have to find the right story, the right thing that makes sense to make the Last of Us Two 
to actually make the game. And right now, the developers are 110% Uncharted 4. That game is coming out this year, this fall, which is kind of crazy when you think about the turnaround on that game and and the pedigree that you're trying to live up to and um, the layoffs that happened with with the main story writer that got let go and the, the story writers were then... Uh, the story job was given to the guys who did The Last of Us, and that's why this story is connected. Um, you know, they know that they know that they want people want a sequel, but uh, right now they've they're just trying to brainstorm ideas and and uh, for new games as well, not just The Last of Us Two. And they they don't want to revisit the universe with Joel and Ellie uh, unless it makes sense, and they're not going to tell the same story. And I mean, if you've played The Last of Us, you kind of I don't want to spoil anything, but if you've played through The Last of Us, you kind of know where those characters are at, and you could you make a good movie out of that ending, like a sequel, just that's just a movie. Of course you could, because there wouldn't be any need for interaction. Could you make a good game? Might be a tough call, you know, because there's a better story there to be told in, in a non-interactive medium. I think, which is what I think they should do with the movie, is they should just make Last of Us two. I don't know. What do you think, Lou? I think it's something I think if we might not hear for it for another year or two, but I think we will see a last of us two in the next two to three years we yeah. we will hear word in the next two years and uh, i mean naughty dog naughty dog has said that uncharted four will be the last uncharted game, and after mm-hmm. uncharted is done, naughty dog really doesn't have anything going for it right now. there isn't anything yeah. new. So if they're going to create a new IP, I think we would have heard something already or whispers of it already. Maybe they're going back to a one-game one studio. Like they, they transitioned into a two-game studio with The Last of Us uh, and Uncharted 3. Maybe they're transitioning back because of the – because of it sounds like they're tradi- transitioning back because they're all working on Uncharted 4. But I don't know. I think you're right though. I think we'll see something in the next couple of years. Um, because I, to yeah. be honest, it doesn't even need to be called The Last of Us. It just needs to take place in that universe. They can call it something else. Yeah, I agree. I like the characters. I like the way they set the universe up, and um, you know, maybe maybe showcase the aftermath from a different point of view, like uh, the aftermath of of the events of The Last of Us. You know, maybe uh, from the what was the group the phoenix the phoenixes the phoenix rise that is the fireflies yeah do it from the do it from the aspect of the fire i'm not going to spoil anything but do it from the aspect of the fireflies after the events of the last of us i think that'd be interesting i think that'd be an interesting take on the story there's certainly things that could happen um but we won't go there uh we'll let sony go there in the next couple of years hopefully but uh one last story we've nearly made it lou Zombies and robots. Go. What what comes to mind at first? Uh, a pipe dream that will never happen, but... All right. What about uh, zombies, but, robots, and Amazons? Uh, apparently, it might be a real thing. Well, okay. It sounds um, like everybody needs their zombie uh, their zombie property. So uh, who's, picking, who's picking up zombies versus robots? Apparently, a film called Inherit the Earth which is an ad- adaptation of the comic Zombies vs. Robots, has been picked up by Sony Pictures and Michael Bay's produ- production company. Great. 
and my thought was, I read the headline and I went, oh boy, zombies and robots. And then I went, Sony, okay, I can handle Sony. And then it went, Michael Bay. And I went, oh. Hey, he's got robots down. You know he's got rob. You know he's got those robots down, and if it's only going to be one human in the entire thing, we might have a good Michael Bay movie on our hands. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not a Michael Bay fan. Neither am I. Uh, you know, knowing him, he'll just put lips on everything, uh, aka Ninja Turtles. Uh, I don't know. I I think the premise is neat. I agree with you. The pedigree of the people involved not too hot, but. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It it'd be, it could be like a. It's, so basically, the story is there's a the last human on Earth protected by robots, which I mean, if you're the last human on Earth. Like, how does that help anybody? But uh, and the robots are fighting zombies. It sounds like a you know a Battlestar Galactica, but or not Battlestar. Yeah. Oh, no. What am I thinking? What's that other one with the bugs? Um, uh, Starship Troopers? Yeah, it's like Starship Troopers where the bugs are robots. Or the bugs are zombies. They're zombies. And the people are robots. Awful. Awful comparison. Um, but we won't, again, speaking of waiting a few years, we won't see the light of the day on this one. Yeah, this is something that just got announced. Like, p- things have just started crossing. People have just started shaking hands on this. Uh, I don't think we'll be seeing or hearing anything about it for at least another year. But it was interesting to see that that this idea is floating around out there, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We could, you know what? We could always use more zombie movies. And I, I I'm telling you, I want to see another zombie movie in theaters before I die. Damn it! And it not be World War Z. But you know what? It's funny because we make fun of Michael Bay and, and Platinum Dunes, but that dude knows how to make money. And if there's anybody who can make a big budget zombie film that will make money. I think Michael Bay's our guy. I hate to say it, people. You know, TV's got the like the dramatic, good zombie content covered. Let's see what Michael Day, Michael Michael Bay can do with zombies on the big screen. Because there ain't there ain't no other competition. So why don't we just let him have it and see what happens? I'm okay with that. Okay. Worst comes to worst, that maybe it's a failure that that ends his career. Well, worst case scenario, it's a failure that ends. The zombie genre on the big screen for everyone, which would suck. But I lied. We have one more, one more thing to discuss. And speaking of zombie flicks, or at least speaking of reaching for zombie flicks, we got an email from our listener David. Uh, have you seen the trailer for the Lazarus Effect? It comes out in February in these United States. Not sure if it qualifies as zombie, but it does have the dead being brought back to life. Love the show, Alaskan Survivor, David. So. Well, David, I got to tell you, uh, right around the time we got your email, I was actually watching the trailer for this mm. and was like torn on whether or not I should add it to our news because I was like, it's got the dead coming back from the dead and it might be kind of zombie related, but it also could be like exorcist related. And it's definitely something I'm really interested in seeing. Um and when it comes out in February, if I see it, maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it depends. It depends on where they go because it doesn't – it seems like there is the hint of zombies but not zombies. So I guess if you qualify Evil Dead as a zombie film, I think this might work too. Yeah. 
And it's got Olivia Wilde and um, uh, that guy from Community. What's his name? Yes. Glover. Uh, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird to see him in a serious uh, I'm going to be murdered uh, role, but... Uh, uh, they show his death in the trailer. Yeah, Boy. that was a little much. And I was like, I was like uh, really? You're, you're, gonna, you're not going to... You're not going to hide this from the people that are going to go see this? You're going to show it right in the trailer? Really? Yeah. It, it was a bit It was a bit like of a surprise to see like a, a, a big character name. Like the only two names in, in, the, in, the, in the roster that you'd recognize are Olivia Wilde and Donald Glover. And they kill one of those names in the trailer. So I, I mean, I recognized almost everybody in it as bit part actors I've seen in stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, but they were the two names I did notice. And uh, also, the uh, lead bad guy in um, uh, uh, American Horror Story is in it as well as one of the scientists. Cool. He also he also played Quicksilver in X Men: Future Past. Oh, he's in that as well. He's in the film as well. Interesting. Well, I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks cool. I like Olivia Wilde. I like the idea of, um, you know, using an experiment on, on somebody close to the actual program. It's definitely it's it's definitely an interesting idea. Um, there have been things that touch on bringing people back from the dead. We watched one. We watched Reanimator and did a live commentary track for it. We did. Um, and but this is definitely a different take. It's not that they just come back and want to kill. It's kind of like they come back and want to make more of them. Kind of, but they're not zombies. It's really. It looked. This definitely looks like it's going to be a scary film. Yeah, but I agree with you. It's it's a little more Emily Exorcism Emily Rose than I want it to be. I was cool. But that could be okay. Yeah, it could be. But uh, that you're right. It moves it away from the zombie genre. But I do appreciate David's attempt to try and find us more zombie movies because, man, we could use some. Uh, and and this actually looks like it might be a good film, both in uh, budget and and uh, plot. All right, well, we'll see what we can do, but I think that's going to do a show. I have, I have one last thing I want to plug before we go. Oh, let's hear it. Um, if you are interested in the Walking Dead comics and you are way behind, go over to the Humble Bundle right now at humblebundle.com mm-hmm. and go to their book selection. They are offering the first entire compendium of the Walking Dead, 48 issues, uh, and it's under 15 bucks or just a, just about 15 bucks. It's crazy. And that you also get access to a bunch of other comics as well. Um, and it all goes towards a good cause. And you've got about a week on that. Oh, okay. There's a lot of cool um, comics you've got. Um, I've heard interesting things about sex criminals. I've heard people talk about that. It sounds like I have a dirty not, I, I did not know anything about it when I saw the... the, the saw the uh the bundle yeah i think scott's talked about it before you got saga uh this is 18 dollars or more uh, you're right the walking dead compendium 48 issues which is something i have weighing down my um coffee table uh and then you've got saga which is another big one um yeah but lots these, of good stuff these, but these are the um only <coughs> whoop the only Walking Dead stuff at the moment is <coughs> the compendium. Yeah. 
but they are going to be adding more stuff this week. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that maybe uh, Compendium 2 shows up in the thing. Maybe not, but maybe it does. I'll keep my fingers crossed. I would love to get the entire uh, Walking Dead Compendium 1 and 2 for 18 bucks. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, that would be a steal. I need to pick up Volume 2. I, I think I am going to do the uh, the physical version when I get a chance. Once I get through Volume 1. But no, that's a, that's a solid pick. So for those who have been waiting to jump on the bandwagon and are looking for the... Uh, you know, usually Comixology has like the 99 cents an issue, you know, sale on uh, the Compendiums at a, at, a, at a lower price. But I think at eight or 48 issues for 18 bucks, that's – I don't think you're ever going to see anything like that again. So you should definitely go do that. And it supports some charities, so that's always good. All right. So do we have anything else to cover zombie-wise? Are we, are, do we have all these uh, – all the news out for these people, these fine folks? I think we do. Um, expect some new, some cool new zombie news next week. Uh, I've already started adding to it, so. Well, we are going to keep collecting. And until then, you should go to our website, zombiesamypodcast.com. Email us like David did, info at zombiesamypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at zombiespodcast. Like us on Facebook. We're on Google+. We're on YouTube. Just, you'll find us. Go to our website. All our links are there. If you want to follow individual hosts on Twitter, you can find me at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobberdef. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Uh, you can find that on our website and our iTunes art. Uh, you can find more on him, joelduggan.com. Thanks for listening to Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I need to always remember to change that outro because it's the same thing every time. I just copy it. Yes, it is. Always remember to shoot them in the brain. Unless, you know, you're you're watching a movie that doesn't have that lore and you should just probably run away and not worry about shooting them. Just pray they're not Return of the Living Dead zombies. You're, right. you're screwed. Are the, the, the burn? Burn them? Yeah, and even then, that doesn't always work. Yeah. Speaking of zombie games and, and burning them and that not working, uh, Resident Evil HD comes out next Tuesday. Oh, God, don't remind me. Yeah. Sorry, I just did.